Hey friends, welcome back to Witch Church. It's Mal. It is currently the morning of September 20th, 2021, and I am reporting live from today's Pisces full moon. And I'm thinking, I've been going back and forth with this for a while, but I think for the next four or five weeks, I'm going to do a little experiment. And I'm going to post the recordings of Witch Church Live on my podcast. And I'm going to see if some of y'all like it, if it's helpful. I can't help but think that um, when I go live on Instagram every Sunday morning to do my weekly sermon, I know that I'm not reaching um, as many people as I could, and I know the messages are are helpful to a lot of people, but yet part of me is like, do I really want to post this on my podcast? So my intuition's telling me, let's just do an experiment. So my listeners, you, um, your, your sort of, uh, your ideas and your feedback always matters a lot to me. So let me know after, after a couple weeks of seeing these weekly sermons pop on, pop up on my podcast. Do you like it? Do you prefer to hear from me less? What's the deal? (laughs) And yeah, so you're about to listen to um, the weekly sermon for September 20th, or the week of September 20th, 2021. I discussed a lot about today's Pisces full moon and how this full moon will affect the rest of our week. I also, in the beginning, did talk a little bit about my new Patagonia fleece. So just giving you that warning. (laughs) Okay, so we did get a little off topic there in the beginning. Um, But I hope the messages from this um, episode help you out in some way. And have a wonderful Pisces full moon and a wonderful rest of your week. I can feel this full moon coming for me because I just want to take a nap all day. And I feel like that is very Pisces full moon. (laughs) Pisces full moon vibes is um, time to dream, time to take a nap, time to surrender to the the, I don't even know, time to surrender to dreamy, intuitive vibes. Um, Also, yes, if you, (laughs) hey, Heather, yes, new Gonia, new me. (laughs) If you heard this story, um, I was in between two Patagonia purchases one <laughs> Okay, one was um a vintage Patagonia from maybe about 7 years ago and it is um like a red checkered gonia that I once purchased for 
an ex-boyfriend and after I gifted it to him we broke up like (laughs) we broke up like a month later and I loved that red checkered gonia so much and I regretted giving it to him so I was seriously contemplating rebuying it (laughs) and like going on Poshmark and um and just like getting it because I found I found a vintage version of it um but then I also was looking at this new pattern that I really liked and I felt like it was very me like it was very um wacky um and uh so I put it to a vote should I reclaim the old gonia or should I new gonia knew me and new gonia knew me one although i appreciate all of your votes and it was my um little cousin who's a cancer who ultimately convinced me to go new gonia knew me so she she was the one who really was the tip of the iceberg so yes this is the this is the patagonia reveal <laughs> Thanks for your thanks for your opinions though. I really appreciated it. Um appreciated the votes. I appreciated the the investment in in what I was going to do. <laughs> also, this but this this one, I feel like what these are like so ridiculously expensive once you once you choose, you've chosen your pattern for life. So this is my pattern for life. Um Yes, so that's the T, sis. That's the T. Um, how are we doing on Pisces full moon eve? Um, like I said, I'm feeling a little tired, feeling a little dreamy, feeling a little low energy, but that's okay because I think if you are feeling low energy in the next couple days, it's a really nice time to just surrender to that. Um, because I think in these kind of sleepy Pisces moon transits, um, you know, Pisces, when we feel, um, when we feel low energy, Pisces is really trying to like beckon us into that like beautiful moment of surrender where we can just like take a nap and lie down and, like, I don't know, just like daydream or take like a really, really slow nature walk or whatever it is. And there's something beautiful about the slowness of Pisces um, in general. So I think, um, oh, Jessica, you said feeling very low, sad, tired, uninterested. That could certainly be a uh, Pisces full moon sort of vibe too. I could see you know, I, I definitely see Pisces being a little bit of, um, at times, maybe a triggering astrological energy just because Pisces is the last um, sign of the zodiac. So um, it kind of beckons us a little bit into a release, a great release, or... Um, a moment of grieving, and that's okay. I think, um, magic again, magical things happen when we surrender 
under the Piscean energy. Um, Savannah, you said, sorry, I'm late. I missed the intro. So glad you picked this fleece. Yes. <laughs> For those of you who missed the intro, it's new fleece, new me. Um, so, uh, new fleece to new me. So here we are. We picked the less petty choice. So I'm really healing. <laughs> also, is SBI here? My Virgo best friend. Uh, she actually said that, um, this pattern, like half of you don't care. You're like, I'm leaving. Um, she was like, this pattern reminds me of uh, a moth. And it's so funny because, um, I'm getting to know the, um, Empty Cup Oracle by Staja Burrington. And I actually pulled the moth card this morning and I forgot that there's a moth in here. And I just want to read this. Um, I want to read this little passage uh, because it was just like so good and it kind of reminded me of the vibe of today. So, um, the nocturnal, unassuming, and dark cousin of the butterfly. In this deck, the moth is your shadow self. That mysterious, scary, embarrassing, and chaotic half of you. What are you most afraid of? What makes you sad? What are your weaknesses, your wounds? What do you keep hidden? Avoidance will not help. Learn to face your moth with curiosity and love. We are often most critical and aggressive towards those in whom we can see a glimmer of recognition. We want to recoil and separate ourselves from the other. As Buddhist master Tokul Losang says, we love to hate. In hatred, we feel so clear. We can feel so clear that we can kill someone. How can we relinquish that horrifying, seductive, bright, sharp clarity in favor of empathy? And the quote here is, um, if you want to know where you find your contribution to the world, look at your wounds when you learn how to heal them, teach others. Um, so I love, I actually really love this like moth, this shadowy butterfly for um, our, our, animal our creature of this Pisces full moon and actually it's so funny because uh oddly the strength card was coming up um and I know this is <laughs> this is a massive these are my teaching cards and I was too lazy to go through my regular deck and pull out the strength card so I'm just using um this one that I had <laughs> on my uh dry erase board um but yeah, the strength card was really coming to me for this Pisces full moon. And, you know, maybe that might feel confusing because like strength is Leo season and we're past Leo season and whatever. But um, I was just talking about this with my tarot students uh, last Thursday. But for me, uh, the strength card is really about like how we choose to go about confronting our fears. And when I was looking at the actual astrology of this Pisces full moon, 
Um, what is it at? Like 27 degrees Pisces. And um, Neptune is at 22, 23 degrees Pisces. So we could say this full moon is roughly conjunct Neptune. And, you know, although Neptune... Neptune moon conjunctions can be a lot about like poetry and art and music and spirit connection, channeling dreams. I see a lot of you commenting about your dreams lately. Um, but also moon Neptune conjunctions can be a, a lot about fear. Um, and I think that sometimes a strong Neptunian influence especially on a full moon can perhaps sometimes lead us to feel a little bit chaotic or a, a bit um just too motivated by fear and neptune can kind of muddle reality in a really interesting way in the most shadowy aspect or the most shadowy frequency of neptune it can be a planet that kind of creates almost like that haunted house at the circus, like that house of mirrors where our fears just kind of feel exacerbated and our fears may kind of feel a bit increased, I would say, with this full moon in Pisces. Because again, um, you know, everything has a shadow side. And if the really high frequency of a Pisces moon Neptune conjunction is imagination and artistry and poetry, uh, just think about what the shadow side of imagination is. And you know, the shadow side of imagination is anxiety and fear stories and we can just as easily imagine um, a fear playing out in the absolute worst ways, you know, just as easily as we can imagine um, something, you know, into a poem or a movie or a script or a book, right? Um, so there is, I think, some kind of fear story coming up with this full moon. Um, and I don't know if any of you are feeling that lately. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. But at the same time, whenever, whenever there's a theme of fear in the sky, it's an excellent time to actually recognize um, that this could be a time to overcome that fear. Or this could be a time to investigate that fear if overcoming feels like too big of a mission <laughs> you know like because sometimes i think in like certain fears that i've overcome in my life um sometimes i've had to hmm you know what sometimes i've had to just like put it on the back burner for a while like, sometimes I've had to recognize, okay, this is why I'm scared of this. I can investigate why I'm scared of it. And then I kind of take a break from it. And I don't actually force myself to overcome something prematurely. Because I have found that 
in the times that I have pushed myself through something, it doesn't end up being ultimately all that rewarding versus when you're really like investigating a fear and you're like realizing, okay, this is why this scares me or like this is why this, um, you know, this is irrational, but yet this is why I'm thinking this or this is why I'm imagining this situation or this is why I'm so attached to the worst case scenario, right? And, um, you know, I don't know, sometimes we can become even obsessed with overcoming a fear. But this is the kind of full moon where we do have this opportunity to face something or overcome something but it's not in a way where we're pushing ourselves. It's kind of in a way where we might feel like, okay, yeah, like this thing has been troubling me for a little while now. This thing has been troubling me for a month, a year, five years, my whole life, <laughs> you know, like kind of depends. I feel like we all have different categories of fears that were kind of, um, we're juggling, you know, with at every moment. Um, but it's almost uh, it's almost considering how long has this fear had a hold over me, and how would I like to proceed um, with it? I think that's kind of a a Neptunian moon thing. If I'm so scared of this. Can I get to the roots of why that is? Can I get to the roots of where this comes from? And you may think like, I don't know, I think strength is often, um, hence the word strength. We think of this like as courage and fortitude and um, sort of uh, like this big moment, like this big courageous warrior moment. And sometimes strength isn't like that. You know, like sometimes strength is like quietly facing something that you've been procrastinating facing for a while. You know, like sometimes strength is just getting up in the morning and thinking, huh, okay, this is the day I'm going to conquer a fear that I've had for a really long time. You know, like, I, I don't know, I, I'm kind of feeling that vibe and um Tiona, you said, um, I've been feeling so much anxiety. You know, I would actually say, I would definitely validate that. And, um, you know, sometimes if we can just acknowledge that the astrological weather could be, <laughs> could be uh, triggering some anxious feelings with this Neptune conjunction, sometimes it almost makes it a little bit less bad, you know, because we're like, all right, yeah, Neptune. Neptune can definitely be a planet of anxiety. Um, however, here's the thing. I was looking at the um, the chart of the full moon, which happens tomorrow night at seven p.m. Central. So we'll be we'll be feeling this. We'll be feeling this all day today and tomorrow. <laughs> um, but I was looking at the chart and you know what's magical about this full moon in Pisces um, when it comes to overcoming our fears. Um, there is a Mercury-Jupiter trine tomorrow. And um, 
you know, what does that mean in English? Well, Jupiter is the planet of growth and expansion. Jupiter is the planet of the big picture, you know, um, whereas Mercury is the planet of um, communication and our mental patterns and, um, you know, in a tribe. Okay, I think I'm back. Um, it's it's a Jupiter and Mercury in a trine tomorrow. It's a cosmic high five. And, um, you know, what do you think happens when the planet of the mind and the planet of expansion get together to high five each other tomorrow during a full moon in Pisces? Um, I think that there could be a great opportunity for mental release seeing something from a new perspective you know what spirit was telling like kind of showing me this morning um i was kind of thinking about like old sort of cliches that um we use for overcoming fears and i think one of the most common fears is public speaking so you all are familiar with this sort of saying that like oh just get up and like imagine everybody in their underwear or like whatever like these like funny ways we try to overcome our fears and um that's tomorrow's astrology i feel like like the moon neptune full moon is like i'm deathly afraid of public speaking and that mercury jupiter trine is like just imagine everybody in their underwear. <laughs> like, not that that actually, does that actually work, like, in that literal example? Probably not. But what that what that example is, or what that kind of cliche really is telling us, it's actually something about creating humor with our fear. Um, and Mercury-Jupiter is a really common um, aspect in the charts of comedians, for instance, I have Mercury, Sextile Jupiter, and I'm hilarious. So example A, Jim Carrey has Mercury conjunct Jupiter, you know, like, and he, he has all these like funny, I don't know, these funny like facial expressions and stuff like that. And you know, you just see funny people having <laughs> Mercury-Jupiter stuff because they're able to see the humor. They're able to kind of expand a certain... <laughs> um, they're able to expand a certain, like, perspective. And they're able to, like, give, like, a, a funnier... Um, I don't know. I just feel like bringing humor to our fears is truly a gift. And there's a possibility of that tomorrow. Like, what if, how can I laugh about this? Like, how can I, um, you know, and it, it is hard. It is hard, like, when you're having, like, really irrational thoughts and your anxiety is, like, completely off the rails. And, um, but truly, like, sometimes when we do face a fear, 
have you ever like just laughed like you know like have you ever just faced a fear or done something that you were procrastinating and have it be a million times easier than you ever thought it was and just like belly laughed because you were like wow that's what I've been fucking avoiding this my whole life you know (laughs) like wow like that's that's what kept me up so long like it's almost there's this like moment of relief I feel like in this full moon um yeah and Casey I was totally thinking that too the boggarts in boggarts and Harry Potter um it's like the ridiculous spell like changing your worst fear into the funny thing like it's like Professor Snape in your grandma's clothes or a spider on roller skates like that is the vibe of tomorrow's full moon um and um dear love you said second week in a new job couldn't I could do with improved growth and communication yes I do think there's something very communicative about this full moon and Annie you said never understood imagining everybody in their underwear (laughs) right like does that like literally ever work probably not but again like the underlying idea of that is like can we laugh through this fear or like can we make this funny um and even okay even the psychology of comedians which by the way, I'm not about to say anything like mind blowing. I mean, most people have made this connection, but a lot of comedians do have trauma, obviously. And um, a lot of comedians will literally make an entire set and make a crowd, you know, laugh until tears are streaming down their face. And it's a cathartic almost, um, I'll put this in quotes but it's almost a shamanic experience you know it's like I am taking this like really hard time in my life or um this part of my past that has brought me shame or this part of my past that has brought me guilt or whatever and I'm like gonna laugh about it and I'm going to make a joke out of it not necessarily in a self-deprecating way that's not so healing but comedy is a way for us to rewrite our stories and just kind of like lighten things up a bit and I think we um we've talked about this before in a recent witch church I think maybe I don't know a couple weeks ago but um like Buddhist monks are known to be tricksters you know like like monks are like jokesters and the universe is really funny like the universe makes me laugh all the fucking time um and we know that the universe has some sort of sense of humor and there is something about this full moon tomorrow that's reminding us that the universe does have a sense of humor um and noelle you said will not let the fear control me exactly yeah I laugh when I'm nervous. It's ironic. Oh, I'm such a nervous laugh laugher. Alexandra, same here. Um, and uh, I love the thought of laughing through some scary situations. Um, 
Amy, you said, some days I literally think today I am seeking humor and things that make me laugh. Then the energy finds me all day. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And there's like, there's such like a beautiful um, release that comes from this. Um, for some of us, we talk about a lot about release as... Um, we talk a lot about uh, release as like grief and crying and anger, um, buying plates from Goodwill and smashing them. You know, that's a good one I've heard about. <laughs> um, you know, like that could be a very, a, a big moment of catharsis. Um, but sometimes really release is laughter. Um, release is letting your, letting the universe crack you up. Release is seeing the humor and the irony in things that um, that recently caused you pain, but um, but now you're kind of like ready to laugh at it, if that makes sense. For instance, <laughs> I just thought of this. I didn't realize I was actually doing this, but me, um, this like new gonia, new me. <laughs> that whole like should I should I reclaim the gonia or should I get a new Patagonia that to be honest now that I think about it like that um old red checkered Patagonia that I bought my ex um well that was for sure the relationship that caused me absolutely the most pain right like that was like the first my first I love you and, you know, my first heartbreak and like all of that stuff. And, you know, it was a really, really just not a good situation for me. It was not a good time in my life when, you know, we were breaking up. So even like, I didn't even realize I was doing this until this moment. But yeah, like, you know, I'm making a joke out of something that previously caused me pain. And ironically, um... I feel like I'm like in this new phase of my life where like I'm way more open to dating than I used to be. Um, and you know, that's, that's what I'm doing. Like I'm trying, <laughs> I'm like trying to transmute some like old shit with humor because I feel ready to and kind of like let things slowly come out of the heart space. And it's funny too, because, um, this week, one of my main cards of the week was um, Three of Swords. And again, Three of Swords, heartbreak. This is the cliche of the Three of Swords. Heartbreak, suffering, um, whatever. Uh, but could the Three of Swords in some weird way be laughing? Like, <laughs> like, like being out to dinner with your friends and like making fun of your ex you know or like um like being out to dinner with your friends and um you know laughing about how fucking ridiculous your boss is you know like like there's something three of swordsy about those moments too um yeah so i think that's part of like how the strength card asks us to the strength card asks us to approach our wounds with compassion. Um, the strength card 
encourage us encourages us to detect the ego story here and use gentle force and I feel like there's just something way more gentle about laughing and finding humor in something than forcing yourself through a really hard moment you know I don't know maybe I'm crazy but that's that's kind of what's been coming through with this full moon tomorrow um is this the equivalent of mating plumage <laughs> it might be it might be um oh and you know i'm reading this book uh i've been really into i think i mentioned this before but the if you like fantasy uh if you like adult fantasy stuff you'll really like um lee bardugo bardugo yeah, um, so this is the uh, Six of Crows duology. Um, and there was just like a good, uh, there's a good quote about fear from, um, from this book about fear. And this kind of was like an inspiration. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, seeing... <laughs> Yeah, this card. I don't. I have my jumbo cards with me this morning. Um, but this quote about fear felt like um, felt like it was on fleek for this full moon. So the characters are talking, and uh, one of the characters says, "Fear is a phoenix." You can watch it burn a thousand times and still it will return. I'll read that again. Um, fear is a phoenix. You can watch it burn a thousand times and still it will return. Okay. So in a way, that's ironic, right? Because we're never done facing our fears, and in a way, we're never done with our work, right? And that could even be funny. Like, to <laughs> like that could even be a sense of um, laughter, like thinking about how often we as humans like are racing towards some artificial semblance of relief or being finished or finally getting to the place of utopia that doesn't exist, right? And in reality, what we're doing constantly, like really the path of evolution for the soul is about just like being open to constantly pushing through new fears. And eh, I shouldn't say pushing. Constantly like talking to our fears and how they come up and seeing how us as evolving humans and evolving spiritual beings go about facing our fears as we get older and wiser. Right? Maybe old version of you wouldn't have been ready to face the fear that you're feeling like you're ready to face now. Maybe old version of you didn't have the tools. Maybe old version of you didn't have the humor or the outlook um, or the support. Um, but 
think about how this version of yourself would optimally move through this moment of anxiety. Um, and think about how you feel called to have this moment of catharsis with this full moon. Is it is it this moment of crying and anxiety and panic? Maybe for some people, but could it also be like, again, laughing at how dumb your ex was? Yeah, like, <laughs> like that, that it could be that. Um, so I don't know. Um, I just, I'm really liking the vibes of this full moon, even though this full moon is already making me tired. A. <laughs> It's making me sleepy. It's making me a little bit unmotivated, um, but that's okay. I'm also going to lean into that and hey, maybe even watch some comedy. Um, like, I, I don't know, watch some comedy on Netflix or something or watch something that makes you laugh or watch something funny and um, look up your favorite comedian's natal chart. <laughs> And just like, I don't know, see see how they transmute those feelings, um, those tough moments of their experience into something that is laughable. I don't know. Um, so that's my message for this full moon, my friends. Um, Laura, you went to a comedy show last night. That is so, that's ironic. That's actually funny. Um, what should we do? Should we... Let's actually end, um, before I give it to y'all to ask your questions and stuff, um, let's end with an animal card, because for some reason I feel like we need an animal messenger for this full moon. So, let's... Okay. Yeah, so, um... Alexandra, you said I've been feeling no energy whatsoever. That's okay. I honestly... Sometimes Pisces, sometimes Pisces energy, it's like, I don't feel motivated. And it's because it's because the universe wants us to surrender. Um, so while I'm pulling the last animal messenger for this full moon, if you feel called to um, ask a question, I can pull a card for you. Or if you need a prayer or some good vibes from me, slash the group um feel free to put that down below i would love to be of service to you in some way this morning on this pisces full moon <laughs> all right ooh the elephant it's so funny because i do feel like the elephant is a very piscean animal um Oh, you know what? You know what's coming to me? Um, in this moment, I, I don't think I've ever read this card like this before, but I'm about to read it as this now. Um, the elephant is an animal that has a really good memory. Um, and they say, like, uh, elephants will... Yeah, like, elephants have excellent memories, and they um, they even do things like have funerals and grieve their dead and... Elephants are such deep-feeling animals. And I think this is a message, too, about, in a very Piscean way, because water signs tend to have really good memories, right? Because 
We remember the things that we were emotionally attached to. So this is a message about how we transmute our memories and what memories we allow ourselves, what memories we allow to have control over us, right? Um, because sometimes when we do have this memory of the past that haunts us, you know, a very basic example of this would be having the memory of having someone hurt you, right? And having that kind of become a scar and then not opening yourself up to any new people, you know, anymore. That could be kind of a, a way a memory could kind of start to take over our life and I think there's something about the power of this elephant in this picture they're a little bit wounded because like half their tusk is broken off yet when you look at them you see nothing but power you know and they're, they're walking forward with that flame you know and they're walking forward with some empowering perspective of who they are and how they've become who they are. So I think this is a very empowering message when it comes to transmuting our past and not allowing those memories to rule us, if that makes sense. Um, so that's what I've got, my friends. And um Erin, you said, I've been literally sleeping more than ever and feel like I woke up refreshed for the first time ever this morning. <laughs> that's good. I think that's a good sign. Um, Jeanette, you said, I would love a card, full moon message, and some healing vibes. Absolutely, Jeanette. Um, sending you a lot of Pisces full moon healing as this full moon moves through your first house. Um okay ooh, we've got the owl and the fox this is interesting because um the fox in reverse you know kind of gives me like sneaky fox vibes <laughs> and there are times when like we don't um I don't think we sometimes even realize we're like being sneaky or we're trying to go about getting a need met um, in some sort of like behind the scenes kind of way, you know? Um, and I think the owl here is just like so direct and the owl being this nocturnal animal with like this really sort of... Um, like amazing eyesight that's what's coming to mind here like how like alien like super galactic an owl's eyesight is um so i feel like the message here for you Jeanette, is to um you know the fox in reverse is a little bit wishy-washy and is a little bit like, oh, I want to do this, I want to do that, I want to do this, I want to do that. It's kind of going back and forth, not sure which way it's going to go. But the owl feels like a new focus that's coming through really intuitively. And it's this kind of forward motion, not in an overly assertive yang sort of way, but it's a forward motion in this really yin, intuitive kind of flow 
where you can really intuitively focus on the way forward and knowing yourself on a deeper level and kind of just going towards this direction. So I love this. I kind of love this combination. I'm not sure if I've ever seen that combination come out before. Um, Tiona, you said, please send me good vibes. I've been feeling uneasy, but also very strong in my position. Yeah. Well, I'm in full agreement, um, Tiona, that you realize um, your strength and power in this situation and uh, continue to stay true to yourself and your integrity. And I'm in full agreement that you continue to move forward on your path. So, um, Savannah, you said, are tech issues more prevalent during Mercury retrograde shadow than when in retrograde? That's a good question. I actually say yes. Um, I think for me, I always feel Mercury shadow and the day Mercury stations direct and the day Mercury stations retrograde. Both those days and the little time before and after are for me always the worst. I find that act, the actual mer Mercury retrograde, once they get cooking, isn't so bad. Um, but it's those stationing days that are the worst for me. <laughs> so I always say like, if you, if you have to do something during Mercury retrograde, sure do it, but avoid the stationing days because those days are usually the worst. Um, Morgan, you said, I would love a card poll for guidance on where to focus myself towards. Yes. Okay. Uh, I don't think the, let's go to another deck here. I just got a feeling that that wasn't the right deck for you. <laughs> We're going with, oh, here we go. <laughs> okay. Let's see, Morgan. Oh, Alexandra, you said elephant was my grandma's animal. Used it for good luck. Yeah, I love that. I love elephants. Just don't ride them. Don't go to Southeast Asia and ride them. Love them from a distance. <laughs> um, okay, Morgan, guidance on where to focus myself forward. Ooh. <laughs> No, no wonder my intuition was like, oh, we need a different deck because you're having a death moment. Um, <laughs> okay, so um, Morgan, I don't know if there's really like supposed to be like a direct focus right now. I think it's really just surrendering to who you are becoming and maybe the version of yourself that is really... Um, dying right now but this could be in a really beautiful way like I got I actually got the death card yesterday and um I actually had a really great day and it was a day about really acknowledging like my growth and acknowledging that I was um you know f actually facing a fear and doing something on my path that I've needed to do for a really long time so you know the death card is it a difficult card to move through sometimes but sometimes it's just about accepting that you are in the middle of kind of 
becoming a new version of yourself and maybe embracing these new parts of your identity that you've never owned before. So I would say, again, just own that you're in this moment and you're kind of feeling through it and don't force yourself through a death moment because these moments are actually really beautiful. So you're not going to want to miss the growth that is available to you in this moment. Um, but I will say one more thing that's coming through. If you have been feeling like you needed to end something, like this new version of yourself can no longer have X, Y, or Z in your life, definitely, definitely a sign that it's safe. It's safe to end and move forward. Okay. Um, Jessica, you said really struggling getting through the days this week. Can you pull a card for interpersonal conflict at work? How do I cope tomorrow and next week? Thank you. Yeah, let's see, Jessica. Um, for you, I feel like I'm going to do an animal. So we've got the panther in reverse and the dragon. So the panther for me is oftentimes like a card of um, like aggression, not necessarily like in a bad way, but sometimes like when the panther is upright, it's like, yes, like go after your goals, like kind of like be a uh, sort of uh up front and um sort of uh leaping into what you want to do next but the fact that the panther came out of the re in reverse it's telling me to maybe um uh, in a way just because this feels right to you avoid kind of um lashing out or jumping to conclusions or um leading with too much aggression and know that there are ways you can have your boundaries um, in the dragon that are almost like even more powerful than a sort of fighting attitude. Like, because the dragon is sort of this soft power inside of us. The dragon represents the solar plexus. So our internal kind of powerhouse, our source of how we kind of uh, cultivate our self-worth and our dignity and our confidence. So I think this is a week to kind of dial back from being on the defensive and dial into like your own inherent power and maybe tapping into uh, how this, how you've been giving your power over to this situation and how you can slowly regain it back with your own boundaries, okay? Um, so a lot of like interpersonal power stuff coming through for you this week, Jessica. I'm not telling you to not set a boundary if like verbally, if it's the move, but what I'm advising again is like careful of like the consequences of too much aggression. Um, and perhaps this is a little bit more of a situation where you're meant to reestablish who you are and who you know you are on the inside. Okay. Um, so sending you healing vibes, Jessica, I hope this week improves for you after the full moon release. Um, 
Aaron, you said, can you pull a card for me and the upcoming full moon and what I should be mind mindful of between the full moon and new moon? Also, good vibes would be much appreciated. Um, absolutely, Aaron. I'm always sending you good vibes. And I have a lot of faith in you um, and all of the challenges that you're facing at the moment. Um, and your card is judgment. Okay. Wow. We're not, we're not messing around with today's, with today's polls, with these, uh, major arcanas. Um, so Aaron, um, judgment is this kind of really deep card of, uh, purpose. And I feel like although you're navigating some scary things right now, and you have been for the past couple months, um, what you, what spirit wants you to know is that you're really feeling into, um, your purpose of how you want to be of service in this lifetime. And although things have been challenging, I feel like spirit is saying like, just because things are challenging doesn't mean that they're not right. And we can be on taking the right course of action and be really passionate about our way forward and be really focused on whatever purpose is revealing itself to us in this moment and also be kind of scared at the same time. Um, so it's okay. Like those two things can go together and they don't have to be separate. So I think this is like a, a kind of a call to keep following what you know to be true and to know that like the way you're challenging yourself at the moment is really paying off like in the big picture um so wow like this is gonna be a really cool moon cycle for you i would say Aaron. so um alexandra focus on the big picture not the details yeah tiona i'm so glad that resonates um and Annie, you said, if you have time, I'd greatly appreciate a message from spirit. Been feeling a bit stuck and unfulfilled. I always value your input. Thank you so much. You're so welcome, Annie. Always value your presence. Okay. Cool. Okay, so Annie, Ten of Pentacles. Okay, so I actually don't think you are um, maybe... It, you're, it's, things aren't as hopeless as sometimes they seem at this moment. And Annie, know that in this, in this time, part of the challenge is that you are building a foundation for yourself, right? And you're doing a lot of like the tough, like mental, psychological, uh, emotional healing that you need to be doing in order to kind of make the next foundation for your life. And just remember, know that financial stability and even stability in relationships, um, it, this could be a completely new relationship coming in, or uh, maybe this is just the relationship with yourself or whatever it is, Annie. But I think it's just remembering that these things are possible and perhaps not as far away as you think they are. Um, if like stability in your life is something that you desire, um, yeah, just, just know that it's within your grasp and you're completely capable. It doesn't mean it's going to be easy and it doesn't mean that it's going to all happen tomorrow. But just keep telling the universe that, you know, what you desire, you know, if this feels aligned, like it, keep telling the universe, like 
please keep guiding me towards the stable foundation that I'm trying to build and do a little something every day towards that stable foundation that you're trying to create. Even if that's just you taking a walk around the block every day and centering yourself, right? So this is about the little steps to get to the big picture, not getting too overwhelmed with the big picture all at once. Okay. Amy, you said, I've been taking talking on and off with a guy for a couple of months. Can I have a card reg regarding our situation? Sure, Amy. Let's see here. The highest advice for Amy in this, uh, <laughs> in this situation, the hermit. <laughs> Gosh, I like, I feel like the cards are joking. <laughs> after after i talked about like finding humor in the universe like the cards are like <laughs> pretty sarcastic this morning yeah amy i feel like um i feel like you know the answer to this deep down and if you feel like this person no longer has a place in your life um you know feel free to walk towards a, a different option and also, Amy, something I'm thinking about, too, that's coming through with this hermit is like, you know, in the past year, I've noticed um, how much you've grown as a person and just like the different life moves that you've made. And it feels like you're making a lot of progress with yourself. So it may be a situation, Amy, where you're uh, assessing, does this person draw me back? into the old version of Amy or kind of m make me feel like I'm tempted to go back to my old frequency or does this person help me move forward in what I'm trying to build for my life and of course not every relationship has to be that serious like sometimes our relationships are just because uh, I don't know, like, I feel like we can really design what we want out of our relationships. However, even if it is a casual situation, um, still, I think it's fair to question, like, uh, does this person's energy kind of tempt me to get back into my old energy? Because even if it's just casual, I don't really want to be back with the old version of myself. Like, not that I'm shaming that or not that I hate my old self, but... I really like who I'm becoming. And again, even if you're desiring something casual, Amy, like there's still a casual option that could be available to you that goes a little bit better with the new Amy, I think. So that's my that's my take. Take it or leave it. Um, Alexandra, you said I would love a card to get direction in regards of my professional growth. Yeah. Ooh, okay, Alexandra. So I think you're doing, um, the Nine of Swords is a little bit of a card about overthinking and anxiety. And I think there might be maybe some anxiety about not necessarily the next step, but maybe letting the current step go. And I think sometimes when we transition out of a job that we've had for a while sometimes we're kind of like oh well I'm gonna have to leave this person and they need me and you know you get emotionally attached to where you are and it's hard right and 
I think sometimes it can be emotional to really go on this new journey. But I think the message for you, Alexandra, is to maybe um, it's almost and I know this is a harder, easier said than done, but less thinking, more doing, less making excuses, more just filling out the application to go to school or filling out the application for the new job and just seeing what happens. Like there's just like little steps forward that don't have to have a huge amount of pressure on them. Just because you're filling out an application for school doesn't mean that you have to go. You know, like the worst thing that you can have that can happen is you start filling out new applications and you get the job or get accepted to school and then you turn it down and stay at your exact same place. You know, like, I think I think there's a lot of fears that are swirling around this next move when in reality, spirit is like, just just take the next step. Like, it's more about action than thinking right now. So I like this for you, Alexandra. Um, I'm glad that resonates, Jeanette. Um, and Morgan, you said, I feel like I'm facing a fear that I will overcome. I'm in the middle of myself. It's miserable, but happy all at once. Thank you. I needed to move forward in knowing that it's all right to walk away from this person in my life and to find better happiness. Totally, Morgan. And like with the death card too, like when it comes to walking away from a relationship, I think when the death card comes out, it's not just about the end of the relationship. It's about the ending of the version of yourself that used to fit into this relationship. But with the death card coming out, it's like, oh, wait, I'm a new frequency. I'm growing. I'm ready to evolve. And this person isn't evolving with me. So that's why we kind of have to walk away because like I'm having this death moment and I'm kind of transforming and and that's okay, you know, like, it's okay to transform and grow out of a relationship. Global Warman, you said, if you have time, I would love a card on an upcoming big decision with a partner. Yeah. Okay, Queen of Swords in reverse. You guys are making me nervous with all this, this partnership <laughs> stuff. Um, but the thing that's coming through for me, global warming with the partnership thing is to make sure that you are not overly compromising in order to please or make the other person happy. Um, like for instance, like let's say this doesn't have to be you, but let's say you, a person and person A and person B, partner A and partner B are going to move in together and partner a um like partner a like kind of goes and checks out an apartment and it's just like yeah like let's do it this is fine like let's put the lease down and like partner a's like um weren't we supposed to do this together like <laughs> or like partner a's like wait a second like I actually, there were certain things that I really wanted in this new apartment. Like I wanted it to be close to a park. I wanted us to decide this together. Like I wanted this to be like a decision for us. And you can see how partner A in that moment could be tempted to be like, oh, okay, yeah, like 
they found an apartment. Like, I should just go along with it. It's easy. It's really hard to find real estate nowadays. Like, let's just go with it. Um, but I do see you kind of um, standing up for what you want in this situation. And it's not about, like, it's not about having an argument. It, it, it's more about not settling to just to make the other person happy. Like, make sure you are happy, too, with the decision that you are making together. Okay, so that's what I'm getting with the Queen of Swords. Um, Sarah, you said, I would love good vibes for my job search, um, financial mindset journey, if there's any time. Yes. Um, if anybody is still here and wants to send Sarah some good vibes, I am in full agreement that something about this next moon cycle will kind of help you, lead you to a, a career path that really allows you to pursue your passions, but also allows you to start creating um, a really secure foundation for your finances. And I'm in full agreement that that is completely possible and within your reach. So I believe in you, Sarah. Um, you're welcome, Jessica. Aaron, yeah, oh boy, with that judgment card. <laughs> Um, and, uh, you're so welcome, Annie, Savannah, the cards are like, ha ha, how's this for humor? <laughs> right now the cards are like making fun of us. Um, Amy, you said interesting. Okay. I get what you're saying. Thank you. Totally. Um, Katrina, you said, Hey Mallory, I am a 38 year old single mom and a mom to a three-year-old baby girl. However, I've been single for three years. I'm wondering if you can give me any insight on my love life. Thank you. Totally. I'll tell you, Katrina, I'm not like, uh, I, I'm not very, my specialty is not fortune telling with love, but um, what I do in these situations is that I just kind of ask for the highest advice of actions that you can take in this moment to improve your love life if that's what you want. Okay, so we'll ask for that um, advice from spirit for you. Okay. All right, cool. <laughs> Ace of Wands. There we go, Katrina. So I, I think this... Um, it's funny that I just was like action that you need to take because that's kind of like the purity of the message. Like it's okay to take action. It's okay to plant those seeds. It's okay to put yourself back out there at this moment. If that's what you want, just be mindful that we're entering into a Mercury retrograde in Libra. So if you do put yourself back out there at this time, maybe just kind of view it as a test run. Um, something like going on manifesting maybe a couple of dates, like two or three, like just dates or whatever. Like they don't have to be, these don't have to be a lot of pressure. And maybe you go into it just thinking about these dates being a practice round and just for the sake of getting yourself out there. Because the Ace of Wands is really about taking action and planting this seed. Um, and I think there's something here coming through about like just having fun, not having to take everything so seriously. I, I don't exactly mean this in like a physical or sexual connotation unless that feels aligned for you. Um, but I, when I say having fun and not taking things so seriously, I just mean more like every person you date doesn't have to be um, 
you know, the one, like, you know what I mean? Like we don't have to put a pressure on every person to be that. Like, what if this is more about you exploring yourself versus anything else? So that's what I've got for you, Katrina. You can take action. (laughs) Um, Fifi, you said, Hey Mel, do you please have time for a card for me on this Pisces full moon? Definitely. Okay. Ooh, hell yeah, Fifi, Six of Swords. So this is beautiful. I think this is um, I, this is one of my favorite minor arcana cards. Um, the Six of Swords is uh, about arriving at a new mental space. So I think this is a lot of validation that your internal healing work has been paying off and that even if you can't quite see it yet, like, any meditation or journaling or personal development or therapy or whatever, any of that that you've been working on in the past year, like know that it is sort of catapulting you in a new direction. And also, I don't know if this is literal, but I don't, for some reason, I'm getting some kind of literal thing with this about maybe you moving into a new space or maybe you're going to take a weekend trip somewhere or I don't know, like there, there could be kind of a moment of, um, new energetic space, like an opportunity for that in the next couple weeks or so. And I would actually say yes to that new energetic space, even if it's you going camping by yourself for the night or something. Um, sometimes just inviting that new energy in and getting out of our, hermit's cave or whatever can be really helpful um alexander you said so grateful for your presence in the world oh you're sweet thank you so much um and uh yeah the the cards are cracking me up too um ali and um fifi you said yes so so much oh well i am happy for you yes you do this you do this six of swords thing. Okay. Um, so my friends, so glad to, um, shoot the shit with y'all on this Pisces full moon Eve. Let me know how the energy goes for you tomorrow. Send me a vibe check. And, um, hopefully next Sunday I'll be hosting a, astrology study hall meetup because I haven't done one of those in a while and I really want to host one and talk about mercury retrograde because um this upcoming mercury retrograde there's like this weird triple conjunction with mercury retrograde mars and the sun at 17 degrees libra and i don't know i feel like we need to talk about this so i want to do like a whole little astrology study hall on this upcoming mercury retrograde so hopefully fingers crossed um i'll be hosting that and i'll post about it soon okay all right friends peace out lots of love